2: welcome ladies and gentlemen to the fallout roundtable spooky halloween special hold tight to your goodie bags as we take you on a trip into the fallout universe in an epic halloween adventure see if you can figure out the underlining theme beneath gingerino's presentation join us the conversation has already started welcome to the fallout roundtable
0: halloween special episode i am maverick and uh i'm gonna pass this on to my friend and co-worker sassy lady to introduce what we are doing today because this is gonna be not one but probably a two-part episode depending take it away and potentially a train wreck
3: (laughs) oh no it's gonna be a train wreck it's gonna be a train wreck for sure we're really hoping
4: for a train wreck.
5: <laughs>
3: Thank you, Mav. Thank
4: you. Choo so choo. Much. So, we've been teasing you. We have this special thing happening tonight for our, I guess, Halloween special since it's just that time of year. And here we are. This It's it's here. We're, it's happening. Uh, we are playing a, a little session of the Fallout uh, D20 role playing game with. Two of the big members from the Rad Rolls podcast, Dave Chapin, Dave Chapins, I know how to say your name. Sorry, it. there we go. Wow, and Jared already. I don't know Jared's last name. Jared, you you can start. It's Jared B.
2: I'm Hi, Jared. Failing B. on B. That. I know. I was,
4: I was trying to like cheat and read. I'm like, oh,
2: Jared B. Yeah, so uh, I'll let you I, introduce I
4: yourself you, didn't I? first. You did.
1: <laughs> oh, Hopefully I'm, I'm introducing myself. So
4: you get to introduce yourself first, since I can't. Oh,
1: wow. David, I I guess you have me five dollars. <laughs>
4: oh, what
6: other bets did you guys make for this
1: recording? Oh, we, we've we got Old. some over and unders. We've got some just, you know, a little bit of everything. Uh, It'll probably work out yeah, in the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh,
4: we're going to, you're going to have to make sure that we're alerted to this. Oh, yeah. We,
1: uh, we also established a bingo card. And, yeah, I've got uh, mine
5: right
4: here. <laughs> on, I want one. <laughs>
6: The whole so, Rad Rose team is like, all right, let's see who comes out on top. Big money, right. big money.
4: I know, right? Yay, got it, also, big money is going to jump up and go bingo. We're going to be like, what? What happened? And also, whoever <laughs> does the, the
1: least amount of damage has to wash the other's car. <gasps> so, yeah, that's, that's part of it. That's part of it.
3: Oh, I
4: wish yeah, I could get on that we, action, but y'all uh, we are we five play hours for away. Keeps.
3: I'm going to add 12 HP to the guy. All right,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh so. My name is uh, Jared. Uh, I am a participant on Rad Rolls. I play the role of Lonnie Haybear, the Brotherhood of Steel scribe from Olen Islands. I have also occasionally GM'd on Rad Rolls. We have a subset of cloned individuals also roaming the uh, southern wasteland, and I was given the privilege to run those through an adventure while... David was taking care of his atom bomb baby i am also dr j uh for wshu the voice of the charleston shoe thieves if anyone's familiar with baseball. and i am also uh gm and producer for maximum pew pew an actual play role playing game podcast uh where we play starfinder um tales from the loop things from the flood alien bunch of cool stuff there um that's me before i start getting you know really sentimental or you know boring people with details about my life i, I would i bring would a prefer sentence. it yeah <laughs> i'm Remember hanging it? On, i'm hanging on your every word dude like <laughs> <laughs> this is great you you can find out more of my only fans that's uh onlyfans.com <laughs> yes. slash uh sexy feet charleston big money bailey over here you act- okay wait but, do you do
3: actually <laughs> Uh, let's see. Speaking of only fans, my name is Dave Chaffins. Uh, I am the game master of the Rad Rules podcast. Uh, you may know me from other stuff like uh, the Fallout Hub. Uh, really, uh, I've done with um, Tom, who does Fallout Lorecast and Kenny's Chat Vault 76 podcast. I started doing podcasting with Vault Boys WV, which is a West Virginia specific podcast for Fallout. Um, I've, I've done a bunch of other podcasts, we've got a lot of stuff kind of going on um the next thing that's going on if you're listening to this on monday then tomorrow at 8 p.m rad rolls is doing a live stream uh that's a special fallout 25th anniversary one shot uh, and we're doing a bunch of giveaways that we actually got provided by from bethesda we're giving away a uh, hundred dollar gift cards to the bethesda gear store and some key art lithographs it's all really cool stuff uh so be sure to tune in for that it's a really fun session we just recorded that uh last week um and it's, it's, it's hilarious and fantastic, and it got me ready to really like run this off the rails and continue the hilariousness and fantasticness. <laughs> okay. So I am happy to be here. I'm not going to get sentimental and I'll pass it back over to whoever is the host. Um, I'll let that hang out there.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, I was actually uh, going to ask you about your baby. I hear that your new baby has been uh, Jennifer Garner approved. <laughs>
3: Yes, yeah. So so Jennifer Gardner is a is a West Virginia native. Um she went to the like the high school around here. And so Jennifer, her grandparents still live here. And so we have been on the lookout. I've lived here for in Charleston for seven years. And we've been like, okay, she's over at the store. We'll see it on Instagram. She's at like a coffee shop or she's at like a bookstore. And then of course I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah. We're like ready to drive out there and look at Jennifer Gardner. Uh, but I was just eating lunch and this lady came up behind me. And fortunately, right before, like right before we had our kid, I was watching a bunch of episodes of alias. And so Jennifer Gardner just comes up right behind me. And she says, look at you, you've got such a sweetie and pointed at the baby. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I turned around and realized who it was. And I was like,
6: Oh, wow. oh, oh vomit to his cool.
5: wow. hand
4: she she really is like she seems like so down to earth and so you know,
3: I didn't want to bother her. she was cool. hanging out with her you know I could just out with, she was helping with, her elderly mother like across the street so she was doing that girl she was like
2: I could just <laughs> imagine what you'd be like here in Las Vegas. You'd be chasing people all over town.
3: I went to Hollywood (laughs) once and I got handed a bunch of CDs with a bunch of people trying to like, give me, Ah. give them $20. So no, I wouldn't, I couldn't survive anywhere. (laughs) This is the city I survive in. I can't survive in other cities. I'm like, I'm like a feral animal. You put me out there. I'm going to be like, Oh, look at me. I'm the fool. So Um,
4: if you ever come out this way, you got to go to Wilmington when they're like, filming iron man or something you know.
7: yes <laughs> yes uh,
6: well jennifer is a big fan of the show i hear so uh sponsor, say yeah. Yeah. she
3: is she loves tabletop role-playing so much <laughs> she's a big pathfinder <laughs> fan
1: yeah um really uh, it's funny to I'm watch sure her go on and on about the the nuances of uh first edition how second edition is just already you know sort of like a a 564 page core rule book is just excessive for a role-playing game when you have all this setting already established with a 10 12 year rich history and you know what is actually wrong with 3.5 yeah like it's that joe rogan episode was formative for me (laughs) wouldn't be here
5: not for that
6: (laughs) thank you jennifer garner Okay. Wherever you are,
7: <laughs> you heathens, <laughs> you heathens talking to Jennifer Gardner like that. Don't even. That's just uh, this, 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 this is wrong. This.
4: I'm sure she'd get a good laugh out of it. So if you haven't listened to Rad Rolls, you gotta, because it's awesome, it's great show. Actually, plugged y'all the other day because I was in my game store picking up a model that I had ordered for one of my tabletop games, and I don't know. How, oh, I know what it was. I mm-hmm. my Bag kind of fell over and it like thunked and he was like, What? And I said, Oh, that's just my uh it's just my Fallout role-playing rule book that you
1: know, it's <laughs> it thudded
4: Kind of weighty, <laughs> you know. i like, it's a hard, you know, the hard copy of kind of weighty. Like you said, it's like a lot of pages. And uh, he was like, Oh yeah, my buddy really likes Fallout. And he was thinking about doing the RPG, you know, he's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know much about it. And I was like, Well, you should listen to Rad Rolls. <laughs> well, that's nice, thank you. <laughs> I was like Have him listen to this podcast. He can hear, you know, it being played. And they actually did drop a a rules cast. So you should listen to it. Yeah. Here I am dropping names.
3: I like it. (laughs) Jennifer Gardner. Dave what's Jared B. Jared 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 B. B. Jared B. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Big Money Bailey. My (laughs)
4: friend. Yeah, maybe she'll contribute to the, the OnlyFans account there. You
3: never know. Yeah, that's really what we're what we're pimping today. There you go.
6: (laughs) Hey, that's a claim to fame if you're like Jennifer Garner's a subscriber on my OnlyFans account, especially you know that
5: would be be amazing. Choo choo!
6: Oh boy. So this is our intro. I'm gonna.
4: Should we? I'm just gonna go ahead and throw the whole social thing out there now, just to get it done. Smart. Yeah. So follow us at Fallout RTB on Twitter. Uh, Email us uh, Fallout. RTB at gmail.com. Uh, you can DM us, you can email us, however, you got to you know get a hold of us. We're very responsive. Um, Smoke signals,
2: phone, basically. Wave your hands like this. Carry ah! Pigeon. Pigeon.
4: Yeah. pigeon, you know, pack pony mail, whatever. Uh, we'll get back to you. I have learned from experience because this is where we insert a uh, shout out to our good friend Wearsy. I've learned to look in the trash folder. <laughs> to make sure that nobody's hanging out in there whoops so hey where's he? uh, Hi, Weezy. hey where's we how's, <laughs> how's it going how's it um so get a hold of us in any way that you can think of we're probably there awesome and so i'll pass it on to our gm of the evening mr gingerino
6: yes yeah,
0: it was, yeah it was mr great. canadian over there
6: yeah the canadian's running the game i apologize in advance i have to do it i'm canadian but there you go also yeah. i genuinely apologize uh, on
1: Yeah, it is. On <laughs> it, it's sorry. sorry everyone sorry.
3: yeah it looks I'm, like you've been working on a project to me uh, yeah yeah construction I've, uniform
6: i've been building you guys a really great adventure uh, so, oh. but um, shoot, we're also not allowed to tell funny jokes in Canada either. actually that's not true we have comedians everywhere up here it's bonkers in Halifax alone they have comedy festivals non-stop and anyways yeah so I do actually apologize in advance this is going to be a train wreck but that's pretty standard issue I would say for Fallout Roundtable alright guys are everyone up, ready folks? everyone good? No. good no. Oh, yeah. hopefully never.
4: Spectrum is stable
6: and Let's begin. (laughs) (laughs) of Dave Chaffins. It doesn't count if you guys laugh. There we go. All right. So, game starts out. The six of you have been traveling down an interstate highway with a caravan. You all met at a settlement a couple days ago, looking to make your way out towards the Commonwealth. Uh, You found passage with a few caravans that are going along the way however they need to split up and go more into more dangerous territory for a little bit as part of their normal route and at that point in the road you guys will split up and it'll just be the six of you walking down so you spend the first couple days together with a larger group and then on the third day uh, the caravans pack up all their stuff in the morning and they make their way heading south and they leave the rest of you to go eastward along this interstate highway in the middle of post-apocalyptic America. As they are departing, a dear old crone, who is the herbalist in an apothecary merchant group, approaches all of you and says to you, Be, best of luck on these roads ahead. It's peaceful area, but there's a harvest moon coming in the next days. Be wary, for even these peaceful lands can see great beasts come out in this time of year. <laughs> and she sets off along her merry way. As the six of you depart, you have been given instructions by some of the other caravan leaders that say, you go down this road and it'll be most of a day's travel, but eventually you'll find a, a hamlet just off this side of the highway. You can find safety there, you can get uh, food and supplies, whatever you need, and we'll come back around this way in a few days' time if you feel like waiting for us, or you can continue on your merry way after that, it's up to you. We'll see you a few days, possibly. So they depart southward, you guys depart eastward. You're walking down a highway, there's not much there, there's not much in the horizon, it's just desolate. Fields and a completely empty highway. Occasionally, you run across some vehicles that are on the highway, um, but most of the things have been picked clean. There's not a lot to find there. So it's just travel. As you guys travel, I want to give you guys just a little bit of time right now to think what would your characters be doing? Um, And while you're thinking about that, I'm going to start off with Sassy Lady. Introduce to us the character you're playing, physical description, and maybe like surface level personality of what people might know. If uh they were to talk to you for a little bit,
4: okay, uh, so um, the biggest thing that people are gonna notice about Britt is that she's like probably just under seven feet tall, <laughs> so she's taller than like everybody, probably um, she's not like fat, but she's big boned, right. Um, she wears like if she can find girls' clothes that fit, they're probably like like a dress would be like like an evening gown would probably be like a mini skirt, you know, or something. Uh so mostly she's probably wearing like something that she can scrounge out of like a, the big and tall store, you know, or whatever. And it's still probably not yeah, it might fit, but it's everything's just awkward. And she's kind of awkward, but she's very intelligent. She can speak on anything, uh, especially if it's something to do with science or medicine, as she was going to study to be a doctor. So she's very smart and she's um, well-spoken. She's, I don't know, just she just looks like an average person, other than the fact that she's very tall and, you know, big bone, but gangly, if that makes sense. Um, She's friendly, but reserved. So you feel like you know her, but you don't know her. Like like she's not going to tell you everything. Like you don't really know her because you don't, like there's things in her past or whatever. There's things like deep down that she's not going to share with most people Mm. because she's highly suspicious. So she's not going to gravitate towards the Enclave guy or the Brotherhood of Steel chick because she's highly suspicious of them because of what happened as she was growing up and what happened to her family and the people in West Virginia near her where she was born. So she knows about this. And so she's very suspicious of these people. So she's not probably going to be real talkative with these two people. And she's probably not going to want to be alone with these two people, like on a mission or something. She's very interested in knowing more about um, Mr. MI6 over here because she feels like (laughs) he's, (laughs) because she feels like he doesn't have like a dog in this fight this pre-war fight with the FEV and stuff and that he's probably the one person who might be able to help her, uh, find out like the, why, the, what, the, who am I going to get back? You know, how am I going to like, find out how, why this happened to me and and these people and who killed my parents and how, you know, and how can I like get some sort of justice for all this? So, that's why she kind of feels like she's gravitating towards them. The robot, probably not as helpful, but kind of a cool sidekick. Um, <laughs> don't know anything about the cowboy, really, but he seems kind of just like a kid. So um not really sure how much juicy can be, but he seems pretty cool. So, or at least a lot of fun. So that's kind of where she's at with this group so far, only known him for a couple of days. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's
6: that's good. That works. <laughs> awesome thank you okay as everyone else introduces their character think about how uh, something you might say to them or what you might be doing on the road and then we'll give a chance to do that in a second Romer, yes who do we see and what are some surface level personality stuff we might know
7: well um his name is sir Reginald davidson the third he's uh anytime he introduces himself it's always yes i am sir Reginald davidson the <laughs> third call he me exist- reggie
6: does he insist that everyone else use the full title every time? No,
7: no, 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 no. He, he's like, you know, just call me Reggie. Right. Um, <clears throat> he is uh, he's got a brown um, bowler hat and suspenders and brown pants and a uh, uh, a beige button-up shirt, uh, a very a very manicured mustache and a little bit of a little bit of a chin scruff going there and he is a ghoul. Um, he has all of his worldly possessions in a backpack uh, that he holds. You know, he, he he monitors very carefully. He has a cane. Uh, he's got a, a pipe pistol on his hip. Um, he's friendly. Um, he's always talking about trying to get back to get back to the homeland, which is Britain. Um, he is. He's friendly, um, but he he does have a. He does have a protective side in a sense, but at the same time, he, uh, also knows how to handle himself in a situation. Uh, but you know, very helpful, see somebody needs a hand, he'll, he'll definitely come up and help somebody out. He's very friendly, but yeah, like I said, you know, if it looks like somebody is going to be bothering somebody he cares about. It's, you know, gloves are coming off. Um, I will stick to my ghoul voice because every time I tried to do a British ghoul voice, it always sounded like uh, Crest of the Clown. So I'm not going to go that route.
5: I love it. So. All
7: right.
6: Mr. Dave Chaffins.
3: Yeah. Uh, so I will be playing Billy the Adult Cowboy. Uh, Billy the Adult Cowboy uh, looks like a short boy with blonde hair covered by a comically mm-hmm. large cowboy hat. He sports an oversized duster coat with a red bandana tied around his neck. His face is young and unsure. He pretty much keeps his gun in one hand all the time. and He likes to mimic shooting things. Now, Billy is a storyteller. Uh, Billy may get himself into trouble in some ways uh, due to his uh, wanting to be the very best cowboy. And when people ask, him why he's billy the adult cowboy because that sounds like a very strange name according to him he saved uh, the entire town of megaton from enclave super mutants he killed 24 of them uh he sniped them from uh, a mountain on top and the other half that he killed he ended in a bar fight um they threw parades for him the silver shroud showed up and challenged him to a duel billy of course did win the duel and the Silver Shroud, in his dying breath, declared Billy the true adult cowboy. Um, anything <laughs> else in that regard is, is pure fiction. Um, <laughs> I was there. I can confirm it happened. I can confirm. <laughs> Billy would confirm that all of this definitely happened. Uh, Billy doesn't talk about his age, other than the fact that he is he is Billy the adult cowboy. It's in the name. Um, and he he's kind of like, poking along kind of like kicking rocks as you go, you know, like when you, when you get a nice little rock and you keep on like, you know, kicking it forward as you're going up the sidewalk, he's kind of doing that. um. So that's Billy. Nice. Love it. That's great.
1: <laughs> uh, Jared B. All right. So Ranger Opie is a Mr. Handy. Uh, I was a Mr. Handy that was kind of commissioned as part of the national park services and helped with uh, trail maintenance, as well as um, answering questions for anyone that might be visiting the park or whatever. Um, The livery on Ranger Opie is faded due to radiation and whatnot. So the color doesn't quite have its uh, same like khaki and green luster that it did pre-war. Ranger Opie is gonna be spending uh, much of their time you know, informing people about the various flora and fauna that they might come across. Uh, it won't get too repetitive uh, since Ranger Opie has been with this group for quite some time. So, but if Ranger Opie sees anything new, uh, they're going to take the opportunity to identify, you know, the, this creature or this plant and try to answer any questions hmm. uh, anyone may have about the the vast. Splendor that is the United States.
2: It sounds like Brian from Chad podcast. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Hmm. All
2: right,
5: Maverick.
0: So, my character is Captain John Michael Carson of the Enclave. Uh, John Michael Carson. Uh, he was on the oil rig. He, he, he came from the oil rig, but he was off by the time it was exploded or whatever, if I'm getting my stuff mixed up. But uh, he, he got volunteered on a mission to go to the east to, uh, to where the uh, other enclave people are in the, in the capital wasteland. And along the way, he got a leg chopped off. Um, so now uh, uh, he now one of, I think it, if I remember correctly, it was his left leg that got, that got seriously injured to the point that it needed to be amputated from like the hip down. That whole leg is now gone. <laughs> so, so to categorize this, he has, he found a giddy up buttercup uh, leg he had he um he had help well, well he had help, which basically means he forced the other person to uh, to make a prosthetic leg out of the giddy up buttercup leg for him to um, for him to walk again so he can complete his mission. Cool. Um. uh he he's very proper. he does things by the book even though he got volu- he got volunteered by the other enclave personnel to do this mission because it's basically a suicide mission and no one else likes him, liked him on the oil rig um so basically once once he was dropped off he hasn't had any communication um either way. so um, yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he's he's about my size. He's about five eleven, five ten, depending on, but depending on the shoes that he wears. Um, he he uh, he's in like um, Enclave uniform. You know, order um, like standard issue uniform, not not the not the um not the dress uniform, because we're in the wasteland, and he's the only one out here. He has, Aww. uh...
6: The Enclave wear a dress?
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Um, he expects people to salute him, like new people, because <laughs> he's still technically part of the, um, <laughs> of the United States military, even though he's Enclave.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he, can,
0: he can sometimes be a butthole about it. <laughs> Um, See that <laughs> uh basically basically he doesn't trust any any of these people that he's with but he has to do it so he can survive and then when the time comes he's gonna kill every single person so,
3: okay <laughs> wow, that was a big reveal okay everyone watch your
0: back right? <laughs> <laughs>
6: <Here we go. laughs> now we know I'm gonna make a note of this quick
0: uh... or, or or like he won't hesitate. If, gotcha. if he gets in, in, if anyone gets in the way of his mission, oh,
6: don't she y'all? Don't worry about it. Don't back <laughs> away from your convictions. Stand up, stand <laughs> by them, you coward. No, I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah,
0: you're welcome,
2: Jaxis. Okay, so Jaxi Zero. She's 125 pounds. She's five foot seven. She's got black hair, long, about waist length, waist length, and uh, brilliant blue eyes. Huh. Uh, she has a smile that's welcoming. But at the same time, she is very much a uh, Brotherhood of Steel scribe. So she is pretty by the book and straightforward. Um, She's not going to really give you a whole lot in conversation other than what is necessary for whatever the conversation needs to be she won't let you dig too deep on her Hmm. um she is here mainly on a scouting mission to you know see the outside of like vault 95 where they're stationed right now she originally came from vault 76 where she had grown up in the vault where her father uh her mother was killed mysteriously her father never really told her much about her mother her father was a dick nobody liked him inside the vault. He liked to complain a lot and she's the complete opposite. Everybody seemed to like her in there, regardless of how she felt about them. Uh, she ended up a lab technician inside of the vault and that she's carried those skills over into being a scribe for the Brotherhood of Steel.
7: Awesome.
0: So Basically, I don't like you.
7: But- this is going to go well. Alright. <laughs> Nobody likes <laughs> You Put the braces on, guys. Game on.
5: Yeah, it
6: must be yeah, it, it, time a, to rumble. I'm a pugilist now. Hi, I'm the GM. I'll be playing a pugilist through the entire game. Um, no,
1: we'll be or spending we'll the next couple of hours punching down. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's what I mean. it's a Halloween
6: special. You all go insane and start to punch the shit out of each other, and that's just pretty much how it goes. All right, <laughs> all right, so. You guys are walking down this interstate highway, and as I said, it's pretty sparse. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot to see. Sorry, Ranger Opie, not a lot of fauna to, that's going to be new in this area. But if you so think to learn something. <laughs> um and again, even any vehicles that you find, it, they seem to be very, very well picked clean. You all have uh, mentioned a couple things that you might do while walking down the road, but again, you're spending some significant time for the day. It's going to be several hours of just walking, uh, stopping for a break every here and there. Um, would any of you? Start up a conversation with each other or daydream about something in particular, or be there. would there be a specific way that you would want to pass the time?
2: I would be taking inventory of my gear, making sure everything's clean, everything's working properly.
6: You check your gear while you're walking? While you're walking. That's impressive. Nice. It's not
2: that's... that difficult.
6: <laughs> <And what kind laughs> Multitasking of
0: things... out in the wasteland here, man.
6: What kind of things might you be pulling out
1: in front of everybody to see? Yeah. Yes, show me. His right. Her rifle and her gun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, oh, you no. check your
2: pistol. Make sure that your, you know, fusion cells jacked in there properly. Kind of pull your knife out, take a couple of looks at it. Maybe sharpen it while you're walking. Oh. <laughs> Make sure that you got plenty of your med packs, are all, you know, your STEM packs. You've got plenty of them, or your first aid kits. Make sure your multi tools working properly. Make sure you check how many purified waters you're carrying with you, and you know, make sure nobody's trying to snag your snag your one iguana on a stick. <laughs> there you
6: go.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think I have one of those too.
6: <laughs> so You guys are walking down the highway, and you can hear Jaxi Zero just sort of clinking away on on her weapons and uh, loading and unloading, counting things, opening the bag, counting the stuff. There. Um, if anyone has any reactions to it, let me know. Any other. Uh, What else would you guys be doing or
1: saying or thinking along this stretch of road while you're walking? So this is – so we're talking about a a piece of interstate. Is it ground level? Like is any of it like uh, elevated, like bridge level, or are we talking like just ground level? A lot of it's ground level, like it's raised above the ground. Like they, you know, this is was a highway.
6: So yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Sits above, but the occasional bridge, it kind of goes up and down, but it's
1: yeah. a mostly flat and region. Some of it, uh, the nature is beginning to reclaim the asphalt. I imagine uh, there would be some forms of moss and okay. uh, like weeds sticking up the ground. You know them weeds, man. Oh yeah, uh, you can't kill them. Nuclear weapon can't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you can't.
6: Twinkies uh-huh. oh, the you. ground.
1: Yeah, uh, part of uh, Ranger Opie's loadout is a bag of fertilizer, and I believe Ranger Opie, if they see some, you know, some something growing out of the asphalt that needs just a little bit more help, uh, uh right? Opie's <laughs> going to give it a little bit of, of fertilizer, just you know, thrust over to it and take the little actuator hand and pack it around and you know, kind of hum and stuff like that. And you know, it's like wow, all this other stuff, but you're gonna. Pick the thing that destroys the asphalt. So, maybe some, uh, maybe there's a uh, uh, environmentalism subplot here going on. Ooh, green terrorism. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think <laughs>
5: I think that
3: Billy, in general, is pretty interested in what, not necessarily what Ranger Opie is doing, but is just interested in Ranger Opie. And so Billy's gonna walk over to Ranger Opie and say, "Um, Mister Ranger Opie." yes Uh, so uh you know i'm a cowboy and you're a ranger right
1: i am ranger Opie. yes
3: how many people do you get to kill when you're a
1: ranger well typically we don't kill anyone my goal is to try to show everyone the splendor and the beauty okay but how many
3: how many people did you kill to get to be a ranger
1: Ranger is just a title given to me by the United States government. A ranger doesn't necessarily have to be a military rank, but rather can be someone that is a good warden of the outdoors.
3: Uh, Thanks, Ranger Opie. That's not what I really wanted to hear, but I thank you. And he kind of like goes off to himself, like looking at his gun and kind of like pointing it at like if there's a car by, he's like pointing it at the mirror and kind of looking at himself in the mirror. Um, holding that gun, uh really feeling a little trigger happy in in a playful sense. He's dangerous but playful.
0: I love it. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> so uh while we're walking Careful
2: with that, wa- you might put an eye out. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes,
0: wow.
6: I love this imagery of Ranger Opie and, and Billy the the adult cowboy. Like the group is mm-hmm. just walking along, and then here's Ranger Opie. <laughs> And then walks past them. And he has to catch up and go and catch up. how and go, go? Constantly <laughs> stopping to do stuff. It's good. Sorry, Mav. I'm uh, Captain John Michael Carson. I interrupted you.
0: Yes. And you won't forget that. You better not forget that. Uh, while while we're walking, uh, I, Captain John Michael Carson uh, overhears what, what uh, Billy the Adult Cowboy is talking oh. with Ranger Opie. And, and basically mutter, mutters to himself, mutters to himself, hell yeah, we did. We are the US government. <laughs>
4: I thought yeah, you yes, were going to say, you want to kill some people, you need to come over here, boy. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's Listen. what I was
0: thinking. No, I didn't say that out loud,
6: though. <laughs> no, you muttered it. You said it already. It's too late. This can't. Dang it. <laughs>
7: All right. It's on the record. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> it's on the record. <laughs> so. CGMC.
7: Reggie is going to slowly kind of make his way on over towards uh, uh, to the good old ranger. It's like, it's like oh, chap, uh, so uh, how familiar with the vegetation in this area? I would
1: like to think that I'm a bit of a professional on uh, the flora and fauna here in the United States in this particular area. Is there something in particular that you are looking
7: for, would like to know more about? Well, I, I tend to, to, to make tea because, uh, of course, I am being from, you know, the, from Britain. I do enjoy a spot of tea on occasion, but uh, uh, not everyone is a fan of the, the, the really strong flavors. So I was just kind of thinking, do you have any suggestions of what would be suggestible for a tea for the, the folk in the, in the caravan that we're part of? Any suggestions? In this
1: particular area, there are a number of different leaves and berries that could be brewed to create some type of refreshing beverage. Um, As a result of the nuclear incidents, a lot of these have been tainted with radiation and therefore may not be safe for human consumption. However, I do realize that your unique makeup would uh, preclude you from such issues. Might I recommend locally the cranberry
7: yes definitely put some cranberry in some of my teas but uh trying to think of something that might be a little more flavorful for the uh the locals
1: um i will keep my eye out for anything local and if uh, i do identify anything um i will point it out to you
7: Uh, ah okay thank you thank you there chap uh just curiosity question your appendages uh do we see anything particular on your appendages how many do you uh, have
3: just the first eight. Uh, sure on,
7: i mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean Holy hey cow. you know so, uh, they're just hanging out you know do, do you want me to start
1: from the top or the bottom
7: Ooh. Ooh, boy, which boy. which
1: do you prefer well i have my three eye stalks which provide me a full panoramic view of this beautiful country <laughs> I have uh, three arms. Uh, their attachments include a. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the attachments include a buzz saw, which is really good for trail maintenance and uh, cutting stray limbs. Uh, there is also a laser emitter that can be used for more uh, precision cutting as well as uh, protecting visitors at the parks for any uh, wild animals. And last, I do have a a pincer arm to allow me to uh, manipulate objects and move them. And then let us (laughs) not forget the thruster.
5: Mm. Mm.
0: No,
6: no. Sorry. Mm,
0: (laughs) Save it for the OnlyFans. Yeah, I know, I know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which allows me to ignore difficult terrain gives me a hundred and fifty pounds of vertical push
0: <laughs> for, for, for traversing you are really way.
3: you are really selling this robot like you need That's to set up dating yeah, profiles I know. for people at this yes
1: point. <laughs> i told david that an alternative <laughs> idea would have been a massage therapist mr handy called mr handsy but i decided <laughs>
4: <laughs> so hey, we
7: have fists though in this universe. So <laughs> there we go. Three exactly.
1: actuator Why not? arms. <laughs>
7: ooh. Yeah, ooh. It's
0: getting
4: okay. hot in here. Oh. Is it just me or is it getting hot in here? I don't know. Let's not take that any farther. Um, uh, it so. <laughs> you
6: <bring> it <laughs> brought it up and now it's all I can hear. Yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 so. Uh, Britt here is the the tea thing going on and um, she's just been kind of just wandering down the road she's got stuff going on in her head so she just kind of throws over her shoulder um, so y'all my, my granny she made the best tea out of just raspberry leaves if you see some of them you might want to try some raspberry leaves
7: hmm. that sounds like an excellent idea thank you no problem Jackson's
2: oh. just kind of listening in and kind of observing everybody right now and taking it all in. Captain oh. John Michael Carson
0: overhears this British person talking about tea and thinking, that's not American. <laughs> Stupid Brit. <laughs> Whoa. This is okay, it's, okay, a okay. communist I'll... Okay, off topic. I do not hate
4: British people. That's not character. <laughs> I was going to say, "Where is he going to be all Mav, over you?" The <laughs> fact that you
6: point that out I think made didn't help your case. <laughs> no, nope, not like, at
4: all, but I still. Think still I think
6: everyone listening super fan. Everyone listening was probably like, "Oh, I don't think Mav hates it." And then you went, "I don't hate British people." And now a bunch of them are like, maybe he mm-hmm. does hate British people.
0: Exactly. Not to I'm, mention, I'm, I'm... you got
2: an American projecting himself as a racist American. <laughs>
0: nice. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> so you guys, think, down, yeah. you guys are walking down. think this one through. You guys are walking
6: down this interstate, um, engaging in conversation about high, high tea and all that, uh, cleaning your gear and checking this kind of stuff out. Um, and it's uh, getting later in the day. It's not twilight, but the sun is now lower in the sky than it was before, and you can see off in the distance. The outline of a few structures just off the highway Um, look like a couple stories high. And because it's Halloween episode, um, a lightning bolt happens and a wolf howls in the distance or some shit. I don't know. Um, That's the wolf. (laughs) There you go. Oh, I mean, you know, there is a sword in the background (laughs) if you do that. (laughs) Oh, and then bats uh, jump scare out at everybody.
1: Except ah! for Ranger Opie, it says, that was a gray wolf.
5: <laughs> they used to roam free
1: and rampant in this area until the nuclear war. Please be careful. They are nocturnal hunters and will work in packs to take down their prey. It's the grayest wolfus, I
6: believe, is the Latin term for it.
4: The grayest uh, wolfus? I don't I just, know. I don't
1: know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> grayest lupus, or... <laughs> <laughs>
6: While you're still a long ways off, you can see a couple of figures that leave the town and start walking to the group. Uh, How does anyone react to this?
4: They're coming towards us, or they're actually now at our group? What?
6: There are a couple of uh, individuals that look like they're heading in your direction, uh, while you're still still a ways off from this small Hamlet settlement that you can see.
3: Uh, Billy would like to look for a barrel. Um, would there be like a barrel, like a traffic, like, you know, those traffic cones that they just like leave out the thing. Uh Like, is there anything like that? Actually, Billy would like to, to spend a luck point to add a detail to the scene, the detail (laughs) of there being like one of those traffic cone barrels. Um, so I I have, I have seven luck points. So using luck, I I think I can do that if that's okay. GM. Uh, Hey, that's the rules. (laughs) <laughs> all right he uh he's gonna see this barrel and he's going to hop into the barrel so that you can't you can probably see like if you look you probably see the top of the hat because it's a big hat but he is in the barrel
6: yeah you jump into the barrel the hat does stay on the top and your body can go underneath it so it is, looks like it's just a barrel <laughs> and a hat I like it there you go If if, if mimics like were it real too. it would be a very clear like that's definitely a mimic but you know there we so, go. There's, there's a well, little hole in the side that your eye can poke out of just until you want to see things or or one of your guns if you're really that. There you go. So Billy jumps into a, a barrel and, yes. and these figures are walking closer and closer and you can see now that one of them is humanoid and the other one uh, appears to be floating. It looks a little bit like Ranger
2: Opie. Uh,
7: heads up, chaps. Uh, I think we got some uh, visitors coming toward us. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Is there anything else in our surroundings besides the barrel?
6: There's the barrel. There's some, like, uh, sidings that you would see on the highway that's a a, a little bit bent out of shape. Um, You mean the Chevron alignments? Yeah, there's the Chevron alignments. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. Um, And a couple of atomic cars, like, really destroyed. Like, it's basically just the chassis, and they look kind of blown apart. Um, So there's a couple of those. Not a lot of other things around. It's pretty open.
2: Hmm. I think I would casually make my way over by the cars just so I had cover just in case.
0: Okay. I would follow Jack's Zero. Okay. As much as I don't want to, I will.
4: Yeah. while I'm, you
6: oh go ahead. Sorry.
4: I mean, I don't typically get too hurt, to, you know. So I mean I'm pretty intimidating, I guess, because I'm taller than everyone. So I'll just kinda just kinda keep walking and Until I feel like they feel threatening. Right now, it doesn't sound like they seem threatening.
1: Ranger Opie's program to be helpful
2: will go up to them. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, how can I help you? Yeah, that sounds great. Hello, everyone. I'm going to take a good opportunity here to set up a small little break. Uh, If if this is your first time listening to us, this is not our normal type of show. Our normal type of show is a discussion-based where we pick a topic from the Fallout universe and we bounce it around from one another. This is uh, something we decided to do for a Halloween special. That being said, if you're enjoying yourself, please like, subscribe. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at RTB, And you can also send us an email at FalloutRTB at gmail.com. Uh, either one of those locations, you can contact us or you can go to our Discord, which... Uh, Maverick should be putting down into the uh, descriptions down there in the bottom, or you can also go to the robotsradio.net and go to the bottom there. They have another Discord, where, which we are also part of. Either one, you can go to those. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back after this message. And uh, yeah, and stuff. See you in a minute. Ever wanted to be a content creator, but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful here on the content creator's guide available wherever podcasts can be found hello everybody welcome back uh we're gonna pick up right where we left off in the story and uh take it away guys
6: all right so you're each doing your own thing uh, as you see these people. Uh, that two. being
2: said, I think that I would actually make that suggestion to Obi. Well, <laughs> oh, help him out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh can you go check these guys out? That's actually a great idea cuz I-, I probably would try to utilize you. Now that I think about it.
0: <laughs> cuz
4: not a lot of people would shoot a robot being a
1: used. Second. Thank you.
4: Um. <laughs> well, all that thrusting and now you feel used. I mean, oh,
1: man. Uh, set myself up for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Ranger Opie, seeing people on the horizon here, and just a natural propensity to be helpful, will, you know, continue on approach, and if allowed, would make an introduction. Definitely. Well, as everyone uh, is in doing their own thing in response to
6: this, uh, the people start walking towards you, and very clearly now you guys can all see, even uh, Billy the old cowboy from his barrel through the one little people we got. Uh, we have one human uh, accompanied by a Mr. Handy. It's just a stock Mr. Handy, white with a saw and a pincer, and I think a second pincer, or no, and a flamer, uh, just following him with him. The man that you see looks averagely dressed. Uh, he's got like uh, a button up shirt, uh, yellow, and uh, what looked like very dirty khakis. He's balding on his head, uh, and he's just got kind of an average demeanor about him. And he walks out and he waves his hand at everybody. And he just says, Hail moment, fellow travelers. Welcome to the small town over behind me here. Uh, this is just a formality. Me and my robot companion here are just out to assess you guys for danger, I suppose. You, you don't happen to be the dangerous type, are you? And I suppose Ranger Opie and uh, who else walked out towards him? Uh, Sir Reg- Reggie. You guys would be the first people who could interact with them.
4: I mean, well, you talk. I don't okay. talk. I mean, I just observe. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm here. I'm intimidating, and I'm just going to watch you.
7: <laughs> well, we're, uh, uh, we're part of a caravan, and uh, we, uh, we're we continuing on, and eventually going to meet up with the rest of the caravan, but uh, we're just kind of making our way. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, do you have accommodations for the six of us? Yeah, let me guess, the caravans,
6: guys, they told you that you can stop at a hamlet just down the road for most of the day's travel, right?
7: I do believe there's some mention
6: of that. That would be us. Well, we this behind me, you can only see it's a few buildings off to the side there. We're the town of walnuts. We're the only bastion of civilization for a few days' travel in either direction. But, um, yeah, everyone here is more than welcome. I'm just out here to give the yay or nay signal to those back at the town whether or not you guys mean mean harm. So far... I'm liking the liking the sounds of you there. Uh, what'd you say your name was? Uh
7: I am Sir Reginald Davidson the Third, but you can call me Reggie.
6: Okay, thank you. I pre because yeah, that's a mouthful, Sir Reginald Davidson the Third. Reggie, thank you. This here is my Mister Handy. Doesn't say much. I'm sorry. Did you give us your name? Ah, sorry. My name is how rude of me. My name is Charles Brown, uh, and I'm the uh, de facto leader of this little town behind us. Uh, we just run a Peaceful operation, trying to give people a place to stay and uh, recuperate as they travel back and forth. Not a lot out here, so figured we'd do what we could.
5: Hmm. Well, thank you for
6: greeting us. Thank you. If you hold on a sec, and he leans over and he kind of addresses everybody else in the crowd. Y'all can come in. There's uh, no no harm to be done over here. Just want to get a quick uh, introduction out of the way so I know who I'm dealing
3: with uh Uh billy who is in the barrel will yell into the barrel uh so that it echoes out uh put your hands up where i can see them (laughs) he does so immediately he just puts his hands up but
6: he very casually is like that that barrel does talk
3: uh billy will then slowly lift from the barrel with gun in hand uh billy will then uh uh toss the gun up in the air um, and and drop it on the ground, uh, and then pick it back up and put it in his pocket, and kind of like mosey on over towards you, uh, and says, "Don't move, not move, not move."
6: And he doesn't seem very uh, freaked out or anything. He's just, but she's
3: Uh Billy's gonna go up to uh, Reggie and say, uh, "Mr. British man, uh, cowboy code says that that you need to make sure that when you." When you find somebody, they don't,
7: they don't hit you with a gun. You ever been hit with a gun? Uh, time or two, I've been hit by a gun.
3: Well, why didn't you have him put your hands up? Because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what somebody
0: told me.
7: Well, he came out here unarmed with the robot beside him, so I wasn't too worried about being hit with a gun. He's not displaying he kind of like
3: eyes Reggie and is like, "So, do you mean to tell me that these guys are cool?"
7: Uh, yes, I do believe they are. Thanks, Reggie. Cool.
3: Uh, he he looks at the at the guys and says uh, the the um, the robot and uh, Charles and says, "Uh, all right, you guys can put your hands down." Sorry about that. He's no kind of like keeping to himself, making himself as small as possible because
6: he's a little embarrassed. Uh, thanks there, little one. Uh, again, my name's Charles Brown. What can I call you there? Oh, I'm Billy the Adult Cowboy. Do I have to call you that whole thing? Yep. Okay, Billy the Adult Cowboy, nice to meet you. Uh, there's a neat little trick you did with the gun there. Uh, and the barrel. I've killed 50 people. Wow. Uh, his his eyes do go wide for that. Wow. All right. So, um, we're going to keep an eye on you.
7: Good to know. Uh, are you going to be trouble?
3: I was born for trouble.
7: Hmm. No, 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 no. He, no, he's, he's, he's a, he's a very well-behaved chap. Hmm. Well, we'll keep an
6: eye on that just in case, but so far I'm not getting too many hostile, aggressive tendencies from you guys. Uh, the rest of you back there, I mean, you're more than welcome to come along. I'm going to start heading back to town. If you guys want to follow along and ask questions or anything, go for it. But uh, I'm going to go give the thumbs up, at least for you guys here. Um, thanks, Reggie. Uh, I'll come seek you out if I have any other questions about your group there.
2: You have any radio equipment? Does he have any radio equipment on him?
4: The town, probably.
2: Oh, or are actually, you asking I should, him that? I, should, I guess I should actually be in somewhat of a character. I just don't do a female voice very okay. well. You can try.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, but do you have any kind of radio equipment in your town? Are you still hiding behind that vehicle? I'm walking towards uh, Reggie. Actually,
4: I'm 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 close following him. I guess uh, once Reggie didn't die, they started making their way up. Yeah, I made yeah. sure that everybody
2: else doesn't get shot. Then I came out. Uh, <laughs> once the conversation started, yeah. I had moved
4: up.
6: Did he? Did he say Reggie? Did he say radio stuff?
7: Yes. Uh, sh- just entertainer,
6: yes. Radio. Uh, uh I think so. You'd have to talk to our maintenance guy, Birdcage. He'd be able to tell you a little bit more. Um, but I think we have some work in radio equipment. Nothing okay. fancy.
7: And uh, I'm I'm sorry. Did you did you say the town is called Walnut? Yeah, walnuts. Yeah. Okay.
6: Baltimore. Yeah, it wasn't our choice. Um, this play we had a we used to have a leader. His name was uh, Charles Skulls. Um, and he. Started a little, little town. He called it walnuts. Don't know why. Um, I don't know what those are. But uh, there you have it.
4: Uh, I bet you Ranger Opie here could fill you in on some walnuts.
6: Yeah. Why is Ranger Opie a walnut thing? Uh, kind of an expert. That's cool. Well, y'all feel like walking and talking then? He uh, like motions for you guys to
7: follow him if you want and uh, starts heading <laughs> towards town.
0: I start following.
7: Ch- Charles, um, your robot companion there, well, huh? What's his name?
6: We don't know. You just call him Robot ha- Robot Helper, Mr. Handy, whatever you feel like. He doesn't he doesn't speak very well. What don't you, Mr. Handy? And uh it just starts going. <laughs> See, we got all these Mr. Handys at a uh from one place, uh, but the the guy said that sounds like the voice modules are broken in all of them. So but <laughs> real helpful around town.
4: I, I think you killed Reggie. <laughs>
2: saves on a lot of useless conversation there you go
4: <laughs> Yep. unless there is there any other
6: questions or anything on what would like to do he's gonna make his way back in town with you guys
2: and where can we get a bite to eat
6: oh i can show you where that is just follow me here
0: captain carson
4: is hungry hmm. so walking captain in- carson always refer to himself in the third person
0: yes he does there you go
6: <laughs> walking towards these uh few buildings uh you can see just off the Highway. There's only four buildings that you can see from this angle, and they all look very ramshackle. Like they, they look Frankenstein together, like, as if like a bunch of buildings were smushed together to make them the way they are. Uh, they're really, they appear well built, like they appear sturdy and structurally sound, but it, like the walls are different colors and windows don't match on different walls. So it looks like they've just been sort of slapped together, but competently. So as you walk into the town, he says, this is the town of Walnuts. Uh, there's really only four places here that you need to be aware of. And he points to, we're gonna call it the Northeast corner. And he points to the Northeast corner of the town and says that there is a, a residential building where where me and other citizens of this town stay. Not really much there for you guys to see unless you're spending time with some people here and they're just hanging out. But that's uh, where our people like to go to live and sleep. The Across the way, and so right across this what looks kind of like a very old main road right across the road from it that there is where you're gonna get some food and some sleep it's called lucinda's and you see you can see um block letters made out of wood and metal that spell lucinda's tavern on the front uh and the s on lucinda's is kind of tilted and looks like it's falling off it's got the feel of like um uh, an establishment like you're supposed to come in you're supposed to spend time there Uh, but again it's just it's made out of a lot of like browns and reds and blacks and dark grays that's the tend to be the color palette you're seeing for it but that's lucinda's tavern Uh, that's where everyone stays overnight and then gets some food and can talk to lucinda Uh, she's the local barkeep there Uh, it's closed right now because as luck would have it we're actually having our harvest festival around now um a lot of the crops are ready and we're going to plant some new ones pretty soon so they're just decorating in there for now so it's it's closed but it'll be ready in a little bit i'll ring a loud bell and you guys are more than welcome to join in the festivities there um just next door to lucinda's tavern he points to the building next to it uh same thing it looks like an establishment like a, a place that you go like a place of business but it's bright blue and a bit dark blue everything's got kind of bluish colors to it uh, but it looks very well put together and it looks as clean as it can possibly be. And painted on the top awning on the wooden porch out front is the words Salome's Lemonade Stand. He says this here is Salome's. This is kind of our general goods store. So if you have anything you want to stock up on, uh, you can go there to Salome's. There's not much else there. That's where most of our caravans go to restock and to make trade with. And so because it, that's open, obviously. And then lastly, next door to the residential and across the street from Salome's is Uh, birdcage's shop and he points in the direction of that and this looks like a big metal building. It almost looks like a barn but it's made out of metal. A lot of the metal is rusted and a lot of it is just like bolted with various buildings put together and it's not very clean at all. He says, "Eh?" and that's the town. Um, There are some crops out behind the town um, and there's uh, some people wandering around that live here you might be able to talk to. There are If you feel like it, there is a ghost town around here to explore. Uh, We've pretty much Frankensteined everything out from the town around here to make these four buildings that you see safe for you guys to stay in and go visit around. So if you want to explore the neighboring, the surrounding area, the old ghost town that used to be here, remote and welcome to. uh, Come see me first so I can give you guys some equipment to keep you safe. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, With that said, I'm going to go check in at Lucinda's uh, to... See how she's doing on the decorations. Any questions from y'all?
5: You sleeping understand.
6: accommodations? uh sleeping that'll be at Lucinda's. It's closed right now, but it'll be open very soon. I promise It's around supper time. it'll be open. Captain Carson has no questions. Reggie, you look like you have something no okay my my bad. I misread that.
3: Um Mr. Charles yeah yes uh what 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 would you say would be something fun to do right now? What do you find fun? I I mean, I really... I, I like killing people, but I also really like uh toys, but mm. pr- primarily killing people, primarily. Oh. Um, well, but sometimes
6: you, toys. You can't kill the folks around here, if you wouldn't mind. That'd be nice. Uh, we need uh, everyone at, as much as possible to grow the food here. So I'm assuming you would like food, so please don't kill us. Um, I, I suppose you could... Go venturing out in the old ghost town. You might find some critters out there to shoot. Um, occasional feral ghoul might stop by. Well, not stop by, but you might find them wandering out there. Other than that, toys. How many
3: How many ghosts have you killed?
6: Um, As far as I know, none. But, I mean, I can't see ghosts. So maybe I've killed a bunch. Cool. Uh, as far as toys go, uh, birdcage's shop just behind you. He's got tools and stuff. Maybe you could make something. Uh, I don't know, actually. Yeah, he probably could help you guys make something for the Harvest Festival if you really wanted to. That sounds pretty tough. Okay, yeah. no, I, Your choice, uh, my Billy the Adult Cowboy friend.
4: Thanks, Mr. Charles. Yeah, not a problem. So, Charles, what does this Harvest Festival entail?
6: Well, uh, basically, we had crops and... There, we have new crops that are coming because of the changing of seasons, and we're celebrating the change in crops and the the great harvest that we have by finishing off the stocks that we have so they don't go bad, but also celebrating the new ones that are growing, basically. It's just a little little festival, keeps things high morale, it's an excuse to have a feast and stuff like that. It'll be a fun time. We'll uh, exchange goodies and stuff like that. Um, Y'all are welcome to participate. If you want any more details on how to join in, I can uh, direct, let you know what you need to do.
7: What exactly are you? Uh, do you harvest here?
6: Uh, all sorts of things. Um, we right now we're trying to harvest a lot of our mute fruit that have been growing. Uh, so, but we do all sorts of things. We got we got potatoes. We got gourds. We got carrots. We got we got all all sorts of stuff. But mute fruit's coming in. We're very excited about that.
4: I, I hear that makes a good tea, Reggie. Oh, I'll, I'll be I'll be checking out the uh, mute fruits. Cool. Oh. Um. Am
6: I good to go, or do you guys need anything else? I think we're okay. All right. Sounds good. If you need anything, people around here can help. Salome knows a lot. Birdcage here in the shop, he knows a lot as well. He's a bit off-putting. No offense to you ghoul types, but even for a ghoul, he's uh, pretty far along. Let's just put it like that. Is he a ghoul? Is he feral? Oh, no, he's not feral. He's a ghoul. He's a ghoul. Pre-war. I mean, most of them are, but I'm going to go now. So okay. let me know if you need anything. Um talk to someone else they can help you out. I'll be over at Lucinda's you just knock and I'll come, I'll come answer. Does anyone well,
3: let me know when you open
6: so that I can try? <laughs> I mean, I, I drink whiskey. That would be great. Thanks. Gotcha. I'll ring a loud bell. You'll hear it.
2: Does anyone have uh, any caps?
4: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Y'all should got, have caps from character creatures.
1: Oh, th- I hope I
0: do.
1: I don't Who see any caps in my immediately.
3: I have one cap. I spent the rest on my... uh, I uh, put a side on my gun. I got one cap, though.
4: I got 15. I'm rich.
6: I, got, I Jackson, have no caps. Jaxus, on page two of your thing, you have 21 caps. It's the top left.
4: Damn, dude. You rich.
2: Oh, okay. There they are. There you go. All right. Thank I you. have no caps. That's what I was looking for, is the caps. Because oh. I was like, well... All right, no anyway. I knew you bought it all can.
4: on bullets. So Charles Cap is walking away. John, oh, Michael what do you guys, guys want to do? Uh, uh,
1: what,
2: I would like to go walk over to the shop and get some eat.
1: Yeah, uh, Ranger Opie. Upon hearing about there being a garden, we'll go to the garden. Okay, Ranger and Opie, and we'll find go. a garden. And
3: oh, and where was the place with tools? Was that the bird cages shop? birdcages shop? Birdcages shop is the place with the tools. Yeah, yeah, that's where Billy's going to go looking for toys. Okay, and Billy's heading to
6: the shop. Yeah. Oh, probably. <laughs> I hope he's going to the um, I think
4: uh, Britt's just going to follow uh, Jaxie into the shop just because lack of anything better to do. Okay.
0: Since Captain John Michael Carson has no caps and not good on bartering our charisma, he's going to go to the perimeter and scope out all the defenses because he would like to stay alive tonight. Hmm. I did not account for that option
3: good I'm yeah you don't say that you just say <laughs> i definitely <laughs> thought of that it's definitely pre-planned the yeah. best part is, is i've you already figured that.
6: out how it's gonna work out so yep. there
5: you
4: go <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh. you're better at and, this than you thought
7: sorry uh reggie's gonna go to the to, the bird cages where the 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 fix-it guy is right Tools, yeah. Tool, okay. yeah. okay yeah okay. he'll be going there
6: all right, so we're going to break this out into scenes. Uh, we'll do each one, uh, I guess, since we're bored on time, just uh, think timely and how we go through with this. But I trust you guys. All right, we're going to follow uh, Jaxie and Britt. You guys are head to Salome. So you walk up the couple steps onto the wooden porch, which looks actually pretty decently well done. Um, and you're underneath the awning that has Salome's lemonade stand uh, painted <laughs> on the top there. You open the door to go in. And immediately you see shelves with, you know, different product. You see um, Wonder Glue, you, know, you see some Giddy Buttercup stuff, uh, and different uh, cereals, all that kind of things. A lot of generic stuff, nothing, nothing extravagant. And there's a counter there, and behind the counter you see a woman. She is dressed in a bright blue sundress, and she has golden blonde hair with two pigtails sticking out. And she's just, just standing at the counter, as soon as you two walk in, she makes eye contact with the first person who walks in, Jaxie or Britt. Who would be walk- taking point on this?
3: Me,
4: probably Jaxie. Mm-hmm. Is she this
2: where,
3: is this where where Burbilly is too? Uh, you the... said
6: you were going to Birdcage's shop. You were going to Birdcage's. Sorry, okay. yeah, he, uh, Sorry, I should clarify. Mechanic, you're shop with Reggie. Versus general this is the general store. Okay,
3: I am. So- <laughs> I am sorry. I I visited the wrong address. I will. <laughs>
6: Billy AFK's (laughs) right out of there. Right Um, out of
3: there. Pick up the wonder
6: wonder glue. (laughs) Walks eyes with Jaxie and is like, welcome to my store. This is Selame's Lemonade Stand. I'm Selame. I don't sell lemonade. I just like the name. Feel free to look around. We have all things that you would need. Uh, Nothing crazy fancy. If you need something special, I can redirect you somewhere else.
4: just not lemonade, apparently. I'm Mm -hmm. mostly looking
2: for non-perishables. Things that um, I can, that, that are edible, but they don't, you know, they're not going to go bad really quickly. Uh, oh, I I can carry so, so some canned
6: food and stuff. Well, we got, I do have some dog food that's still good. Okay. um, You might, I perhaps might have a couple boxes of cereal, though. I don't know if I trusted you quite yet. I haven't got a restock on that. Um, most of the food is kept over at Lucinda's Tavern, though. I mostly just have other general goods, but you, you might find a couple cans of dog food.
2: Anything else I can help you with, though? Um, I'll go ahead and get the dog food. How much for those?
4: Much for that dog food on your On show. page
2: 149
1: <laughs> of the core. They say, they
4: ought to, like, have this down. Yeah. Uh, canned <laughs> dog
1: food uh, costs uh, six caps, weighs less than uh, one unit, it has zero rarity, so you can get it wherever. Yeah, um, Will heal three hit points. And does have the chance uh, to cause radiation damage. There you go. Just like everything. So what Ranger Opie says.
6: Sorry, I was looking through the looking through this. Apparently thing. does know everything. Yeah, all right, perfect. Yeah, so there's some cam dog food over there, just six caps apiece. How about four? Four?
2: That'll be twenty-four caps. No. <laughs> Not four cans. How about four caps per can? Oh, four caps for canceling me i'm so sorry
6: um no well okay make a charisma plus speech check so roll 2d20 unless you want to purchase more and it's going to be difficulty we'll say one well i got a
2: 12 so hey, is that a success or a fail that'd be a fail because they're well no hold on a second what was the two options are those uh, there's charisma plus speech oh no yeah. it's sorry charisma plus barter i apologize
4: yeah you gotta add your.
2: uh would you like for me to walk you through it well i have charisma six i don't see barter on here is okay. it
4: it's on your it'll be on your skills skills on the side it's your Barter
6: two. is at the
1: top rank two so
4: that's yeah.
6: six plus two is eight so you need to yep. roll eight or lower yep
1: so okay. you need to roll 2d20 and mm-hmm. uh you're looking for eight or lower
2: and i failed Do so you have a 12 what was the other one Twelve. They are both twelves. Okay, both twelves. Yeah. So that's both.
6: So that's two fails. So in the future, when we roll, if you guys just let me know how many successes you have from it, and then we can go from there. Um. Okay. So, so now I, I know where the skills are
2: at. Thank yeah. you.
6: Nope, all good. Well, <laughs> it's, the first, it's the first roll of the thing. I almost forgot that rolling's involved in tabletop rolling. Whoops. Um. Sorry. I have to keep it at six caps. Uh That's fine. I'll take two. Take two. Okay, Twelve caps. It is. Damn. add two canned dog food to your inventory and subtract 12 caps off your total and what can i do for you fine miss looking and she looks up at brit
4: i'm just kind of looking but i didn't know if, if you had any i, don't even, I just kind of just came in here because i had nothing better to do hey that's all um, right
6: feel free to look around yeah i'm open all night and, uh,
4: you got any ammunition
6: uh, ammunition Mm, um, there might be some of that over at Birdcages. I don't have a lot of that stock here. Unless it's very common, then uh perhaps I could. What are you looking for?
4: Mm, it's a 308
6: for my hunting rifle. Mm, I only got a couple 308 rounds for you. Um that's it's gonna be three caps each though. I only got two.
4: That's all right. I passed. Okay. I don't no need problem. any today.
6: Well, thank you for perusing Salamis Lemonade Stain. Happy to have you here. Let me know if there's anything else I can help you with.
4: It's really too bad you don't have lemonade. I know, right? It sounds so good. I read
6: it in an old pre-world book somewhere that they used to set up lemonade stains. And I thought, oh, that's so nice. And then I realized I can't make lemonade. I don't even know what that is. I bet you could find a way. Well, where there's a will, there's a way. Anything else that you'd like to do? Uh, I'm actually- no, well-
2: I'm-
4: looking around.
6: Sorry, just go ahead.
2: I'm actually gonna head over to the bird cages.
6: Okay, so you're heading on over towards bird cages. We're gonna follow Opie out to the crops. Uh, Opie, what are you uh, aiming to do out there?
1: Fertilize. Fertilize. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <Ducky>. man. <laughs>
5: are we surprised Fertilize. about this?
6: Well, no one else is out there with him and I don't think he's just floating around going fertilize, fertilize.
5: fertilize. There's a robot poop <laughs> is the next question I have. Now, so
1: part part of the uh farmer suite of like things that the Mr. Handy gets is a bag of fertilizer. How else am I going to use that? Am I going to use it for a bomb? Am I going to use it for that would make be- fertilizing be great. plants i mean it's that this is this is the direction i decided upon at the spur of a moment an hour ago so that's what i'm doing is ooh, a farm green stuff something that i haven't seen in many many years let's see if we can make it grow so that this isn't a big you know yellow hell hole for the rest <laughs> of eternity Ranger
3: Opie's out here playing Stardew Valley and Fallout. Look at him go.
7: that. <laughs> oh, Walks right. around a corner, sees an open field. Oh, fertilized. Uh, oh, where's,
1: my where's my hoe? Oh,
5: my God. <laughs> stop, stop, Larry, Larry, stop, stop it. You're
6: not helping your case, dude.
0: <laughs> I'll let that one slide. Oh,
6: awesome. All right, so you're you're floating out behind the town in the direction that Charles kind of pointed towards, um, and sure enough, you can see some crops out there. Not nothing huge, but you can clearly see that they're growing some sort of vegetation out there. Um, you just see one person out there, who just with some sort of gardening implement, seem to be working vines, I suppose. Um, it looks like the mute fruit is starting to come in
1: pretty strong. Okay, I, yeah, I'll just um, go over and maybe uh, make some small talks like uh, agriculture, a noble tradition. What can I do to assist? Then um, the person
6: lifts up their head and turns to you. Um, and maybe a robot wouldn't be surprised by this, but a human might. And you see a human being with two heads looking back at you
5: um who are you
1: ranger Opie? a pleasure to meet you
6: oh man you must be from out of town you're a mr handy that can talk uh help i don't know how can you help
1: and the other head is just sort of sitting there (laughs) Uh, i'm well versed in the flora and fauna of north america I do recognize some of these crops. Is there anything I can do to assist you with this work? Um, Clear some of the weeds, make the soil, till, till up the
6: soil a little bit so it's easier for them to grow, I guess. I'm not really the expert here. I'm just sort of doing some of the cover work. Okay. Uh, what did you, your name was Ranger... What? Opie. Opie. Ranger Opie.
1: Okay, cool. Um, I will use this buzz saw of mine to begin tilling and cutting brush and stuff. All right. Uh, when you, your buzz saw revs up, uh, this person just sort of like jumps a little bit and then goes back to. to I mean, it wasn't hidden, so hopefully, like you know, it's
6: yeah. Not but like there's so... like there's a difference between a buzz saw that's sitting here and then all of a sudden that like, <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah. <laughs> you're a strange robot they've never met before, so they're just sort of like. Um... <laughs> Okay, you know, all sorts come to the town, so they're accepting it. Wham, they're
5: wham. Wham. <laughs> wham, wham, wham. <laughs>
6: Dirt is
1: flying into the air and you're just it's going crazy. And I stop and the little actuator hand just puts some plots of fertilizer in and you know, move forward a bit and just continue ad nauseum. If if nobody stops him, this whole place is just gonna be tilled. <laughs> all right, so.
6: <laughs> You're going to town, uh, tilling the ground here. I'm going to see here. I'm trying to think of what the best combination for this would be. It's definitely going to be an intelligence. I want to say science because it's, you know, agriculture. Don't really have like a knowledge plants check.
1: Uh, I mean, there's survival, but yeah. science. I mean, you probably go any direction you want to. Let's go
6: intelligence and survival. That sounds like an interesting survival.
1: Uh, let's try to make that roll here. I'm going to
2: do intelligence
1: plus survival. Oh, that's right. You're the PDF. There we go. And I get one success. One success. Okay. Uh, I didn't declare the difficulty, but it, was... uh, you, yeah, well, yeah. yeah,
6: I get it. Yeah. I forgot to declare the difficulty. It's basically, uh, diff- it was difficulty one. So you, you succeed. Um, oh, sorry. It was difficulty zero. I basically wanted to see if you completely messed it up, and you didn't. So that I'll take <laughs> that action point. <laughs> yeah, you have one action point banked for the group now, unless you have something you want to spend it on right now.
1: Um, uh, Nothing at the
6: moment. Okay. Reminder, for those of you who haven't played, um, action points you can use to purchase extra D20s if you want to make sure that you don't fail a check or you just want to bank more action points. As a group, you can have a total of six if i'm remembering correctly uh, so you guys currently have one right now
5: all right okay
6: uh
1: Ooh. unless there's
6: anything else you want to do ranger Opie, i'll move to the next scene <laughs> no
1: i'm i'm gonna be oh he's fertilizing ours. he's good i'm, I'm plowing <laughs> i'm fertilizing um it's i'm gonna be planting seeds he's in
5: heaven he's uh, <laughs> pushing He's uh, pushing forward. Got that,
0: is a that happy, thruster happy camper.
6: The thruster is just—it's just going to town. town at this point.
3: <laughs> Someone yeah. stop this man! Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> All right, let's skip over to the shop. Um, so before Jaxie comes in, Billy and Reggie, you guys head over to Birdcage's shop. Now open the shop doors. Um, And it's like, it's two wide metal doors that you have to open. And they like, as you, as you're opening these metal doors. And when you look inside, you can see um, it's one big open space. There is kind of like a small, I don't know what you call it. It's not an alcove. It's like a small little spot on the second, where it would be a second floor. There's just a little bit of space up there. Tools are laid out everywhere. All sorts of different tools of various shape uh it, like in quality uh and there's workbenches all over the place um and you can see um i guess wires hanging from the ceiling hooks hanging from the ceiling it looks like a mechanics shop or a hobbyist shop or a kind of jack-of-all-trades shop and there's just everything you would kind of need to get the basic kind of stuff done um over in the corner mm-hmm. you see a humanoid finger with some a dirty coat over top and he just turns his shoulder over his shoulder, looking at you and goes, hey, and goes right back to what he's doing.
0: Um,
3: I want to see if so, th- so this workshop, uh, are there any I'm looking for either weapons or explosives um, within this workshop?
6: OK, um, make a perception plus. Either the weapon of choice that you would like to find, or the explosive. So you. I'm gonna with... look
3: for explosives, or uh, yeah, I'm gonna look for explosives here. Um, you want me to do perception plus explosives? Perception plus explosives, just so you can see what there is. Sure. Uh, what difficulty are we doing?
6: Um, let's do a difficulty. I'll say difficulty one. Like it's really messy here, but I mean, you get the time to look around.
3: Yeah, I pull off one success with that. Okay, one success.
6: So. Looking around, you don't, you don't find any explosives just laying out. Um, but you can see pieces of what would have been some explosives, like some pins from grenades and uh, parts that would have made a frag mine. So you do get the idea that there might be explosives around here somewhere, but they are not, you, know, just out sitting around for you to grab. But it seems indicative that there are some hidden around here.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm gonna watch uh, Reggie and see what what Reggie is doing now.
7: Okay, Reggie, what would you like to do? Reggie approaches the uh, the the gentleman, and he uh is, a, is his name is his name Birdcage or is it the name? He hasn't of the he hasn't room?
6: said his name. Uh, although Charles Brown pointed at this building and said that this was Birdcage's shop, so you might surmise okay. that, but that's so uh, that's your choice. Uh, are you are you, Mister Mister Birdcage? Uh, the ghoul turns around and looks at you, and uh, even for a ghoul, and you're used to seeing ghouls, he's a pretty gnarly looking dude. Uh, his face, which is only mostly the only thing you can see because he's covered in a very dirty coat, his face looks like it's almost gone. You can barely clearly really see the outline of his skull. His nose is basically not even there. Uh, it's pretty grotesque looking. And he just looks at you. and goes, uh, Yep. That'd be me on better, Cage.
7: So, uh, <clears throat> are you familiar with the Pip-Boys? Uh Pip-Boys. Uh, Pip that's them, that's them vault Tech stuff, right? Yeah. I don't um, know, much. Oh, okay. Well, uh, what do you have for sale here? Not for sale?
6: I mean, it ain't like a, it ain't like a store. It's more like my mechanic shop. I mean, if you see something you like, ask, maybe I can give you something. What are you looking for?
7: Uh, Just, you know, things for the road, you know, some supplies or anything like that. Uh, uh, Maybe some ammunition. But, uh... Well, the ammunition I have
6: is mine. Uh, I'm not really looking to sell. I can maybe sell you some general tools. I don't know what they're worth. A few caps, depending on what you
7: want. You want a hammer? No, 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 no. The, uh, I, I, my apologies. I, I misunderstood the, uh, 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 Charles when he informed me. For uh, some reason, I thought you were selling, me, selling equipment uh, here, so my nah. apologies.
6: No, it's, uh, it's, that's on Charles. You should go give him crap for that. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could maybe buy stuff here, but this is mostly where I get work done. Someone's got
7: to keep this town together.
3: Um, while, uh, Reggie is talking to, uh, this man, uh, Billy, I think is going to go over to those pieces and parts of explosives, sneak Mm -hmm. over there and try to, uh, grab a few grenade parts, not necessarily grab a grenade, but he wants to go over there and grab some of the grenade parts.
6: Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so he's talking to Sir Reggie and you're going to go to the opposite side, grab parts of the grenade. Them, in order to, I'm assuming you don't want to be seen. Yes. In order to avoid being seen, um, uh, make an agility and agility sneak, I suppose. Sure. That'd be standard. Issue.
3: What was the difficulty on that?
6: Uh, that's gonna be it's gonna be difficulty one because he's pretty distracted.
3: Okay, I got it. One success from that. Okay, one success. You successfully grab parts of a grenade. Yeah. Uh, Billy's going to take the, so he's got like, kind of like a grenade shell. It looks like a grenade. He's got a pin. Um, it's kind of like not necessarily a live grenade, but it definitely looks like a grenade and Mm -hmm. he's going to kind of like stuff that in his oversized coat, kind of like in, in, you know, whatever kind of (laughs) void exists within that. Um, and, and, then kind of like peek back into the conversation that, uh, Reggie has going on with this fellow.
6: Reggie, what would you like to continue talking about? Any questions? So, uh,
7: what parts are you from, originally?
6: Oh, um, I originally came kind of out of the Appalachia, but uh, that place went to hell in a handbasket pretty quick. Um, So I've just been sort of wandering around, and I found this group of people, and they wanted to set up shop here, um, help people out who were traveling across the waste, and I thought, meh, seemed like a decent idea.
3: Um, Mr. Sir, why don't you have a face?
6: Uh, uh, what's your name?
3: I'm Billy the Adult Cowboy.
6: Billy. All right. Uh, uh,
3: Billy the Adult Cowboy. Thank oh, yeah. you.
6: Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, it's a little bit rude. Uh, you never seen a ghoul before?
3: I mean, yeah, but you don't, you, you really don't have that. I, I've seen ghouls with a lot more skin than you. What, what's wrong with you? I don't
6: know. I just a lot of it fell off. That's why they call me birdcage. They watch if you look like this. And he turns his his head uh, to angle it from the light. And when he, when he points out that he says it, it kind of looks like a, a bird skull. And then you see it now and you're like, oh, it does look like a bird skull. And now it's all you can see. Like, Have yeah, you ever
3: so. thought about keeping a bird in there? Uh, no, it doesn't sound comfortable. Did you ever think that maybe the flesh that falls off you could be like a snack or something?
6: No. Uh, I never considered it. Is this gonna, is this line of questioning going to continue?
3: Maybe. I don't know.
6: No. no. I haven't seen a bird in a long time anyway, so
7: uh, whatever. Well, um, my apologies for taking up your time, uh, Mr. Birdcage. Uh, I'm going to take Billy and we're going to uh, Let's get back to York,
6: and no problem. Um, as guests in our town, feel free to use this shop. If you have any projects you want to take, I can help you build stuff. If you want to, like, uh, what have you? It's my it's, it's my shop, but you know, people
7: have things they need to fix or work on. I
6: can help you with that.
7: Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming in. Uh, okay, and he proceeds to start pushing Billy out the door. <laughs>
3: um, I'm gonna I'm gonna while uh, Reggie is pushing me out the door, I'm gonna look at Reggie and ask. I wonder how many people he's killed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You uh, you can ask him later. Do you say that loudly enough? Yeah.
6: Okay, good. All right. I don't like a note of that. (laughs) 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 Shop Salamis crops. And Captain John Michael Carson, you are scoping the perimeter. What are you looking for?
0: Captain John Michael Carson is scoping out the defenses. Because he would like to live to complete his mission. Mm-hmm. No matter the cost. Okay. Um, a roll for
6: me. A perception plus. Um, we're gonna say you have any kind of uh defenses you're looking for? Like what kind what kind of implements are you looking for in particular? What are you keeping just, an eye out for?
0: Just stuff in general, you know, like turrets, uh hmm.
5: uh
0: may- maybe some landmines some active landmine, you know, you know, like basic, basic uh, defenses, you know, hey. like what you would see in the settlement.
6: Uh, we'll go with perception, big guns or explosives, your choice. Um, and depending on which one you choose will determine what you may find. So okay, add, add, your, them. add your perception plus uh, what either big guns or explosives, and that's your target number. So roll 2d20 and ho- whichever d20s score under that are how many successes you have
4: get back i'm sorry
6: i got so many tabs up right now that's okay mav roll i you have a perception of six and your big guns and explosives are both one. so your target number seven roll two d20s unless you'd like to buy more uh your difficulty is um one by the way
0: so i got a 10 and i got a seven
6: okay so a 10 is a fail but the seven is a success um wandering around the outskirts of the town, you don't find any explosives lying around but you do see a couple of turrets kind of placed upon the roof mostly on uh, bird cages shack uh, bird cages shop. Um, but they're just sort of puttering away. It's not something you're not used to seeing in small settlements just the minor defenses
0: because um, I'm trying to think tactically here mm-hmm. also.
6: It doesn't seem like the town has any major defenses uh, other than the fact that it's in the middle of nowhere uh, and it's a popular enough trade route that perhaps there would be people around to defend it. Uh, it seems like some of the c- civilians might be um, armed or know what to do.
0: Cool. cool. So uh, Captain John Michael Carson is going to continue walking around uh, because he has no caps. He's broke as hell. So he's just going to keep walking around and hope for the best, I guess.
7: Sounds good. Is there a landmine here?
6: No. No. Here. No.
0: Exploding
6: a million pieces.
0: There's...
6: Jackson, are you still there
0: here? Poof. you are back.
6: Okay. Um, I think this is a good place to take a break in case anyone needs to go to the bathroom.
2: All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed episode one of our Halloween special. Please join us again for episode two. And have a good night. Bye-bye.
3: This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net.
4: Have you ever wanted to deep dive into the lore and stories behind all your favorite Marvel movies? Then do we have the show for you. I'm Captain Shenko,
0: And I'm Psych 88. Join us as we dissect the media megalith that is the MCU. We'll talk about the origin stories, the fights,
4: and everything in between. The MCU Lorecast releases on all major podcasting platforms on Mondays as part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, and can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.